It's not the house that's haunted. It's your son. There's something in there with him. There's something wrong with Daddy. These things are bad. He's got your daughter. He's got your. Welcome to the show. I am Scott, and you are. I'm Joe. All right. I love the happiness. <laughs> Sometimes you just go, Joe. Yeah, I'm Joe. <laughs> it's been <laughs> a long day. <laughs> it always is, isn't it? It feels I, like it. I love new movie release days, though. That's what this is. Well, this is before and after reviews, which we go and watch a new movie in the theater, and we talk about it before and after. Oh, thank you. Is that, is that the very definition of before and after reviews? Well, you know, for those who don't know, spoiler free, by the way. Yeah, always. We just do instant reviews. And sometimes these reviews come out a little heavy in the higher or lower because it's our first reactions after seeing a brand new movie. So uh, sometimes we actually want to take back a little bit or go forward a little bit. So it's a little weird. But, uh, here we are, and today we're going to talk about a horror movie, and I think that's why you're peppy. I'm very excited, yes. Anytime we see a horror movie in the A brand theater. new horror movie? Yes. And uh, we're going to see tonight Insidious Part 5. The Red Door. Yeah, I mean, can you believe five movies? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. In, I believe, 10 years ago? It's only in 10 years, five movies? Is that right? I believe so. That's pretty you know, impressive. So the new preview says 10 years ago. No. No, I think... Unless that means from the second movie. Okay, no. The first one came out in 2010. This would say 2013. Oh. I'm, just, I'm guessing because of it's 10 years ago. Hold on. Yeah, 2010 was the first oh, movie. Oh, so then the second one came out in 13? And the second one came out in... Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm not prepared. I'm, yeah, not prepared at all. Uh, so chapter two came out in 2013. Okay, so the preview was referring to the second event. Okay. Yeah, because uh, three and four are prequels. Yeah, that makes sense then. And we wanted to get our minds back in this because it's been a long time since we saw one and two. And, uh... We wanted to get back involved, so we actually watched the last, the first two again the other night to get our minds, and we were still impressed. I really was impressed, because I think that James Wan has a way to create a, a creepy feeling without making it ridiculous, you know, stupid jump scares. I thought, I thought the jump scares were, I mean, kind of... Is shocking. They kind of just came out of nowhere, which is what a jump scare is. But yeah. it wasn't like, you know, like we saw it coming. It was kind of like, you know, it was a nice surprise. But yeah, subtle. The, he uh, he really nailed some of the atmosphere, 
the way to get these shots, the way he, it's like he almost figured out how to do a perfect jump scare or a perfect scare. Mm -hmm. And it's not on the cheap too, because most movies with the jump scares, it uses music to tell you. He's just showing you shots of things that are creepy. And he's using all kinds of different techniques. It's very impressive. And rewatching it, I just was watching it on a stand, like a technical standpoint. And we, I was just as impressed. And uh, shockingly, both movies are pretty good. I really enjoyed both, and I really enjoyed the the lore they've set up, the uh, the, the the world universe that they have made up. And uh, I also like uh, a lot of the the acting. Although I will admit, at times, some of the acting could be a little too much. Are you referring to the child? No. Uh, although, I mean, I, I never want to go after kid actors, but because, I mean, I feel bad for them. Like, they're they're just learning. I mean, some of these older actors have years and years and years of learning, you know? Right. Um, I think Patrick Wilson is a highlight of the acting. Yeah, I think he's he's great. Yeah. Um, there's also, like, those side characters that are a little um, comic relief. You know, we got Specs and... Uh, forgetting the other guy's name uh they are the comic relief and he's actually the writer specs um which we've we've talked about yeah yeah he's uh on his own he's a good director you know he uh he did upgrade and i believe he i don't know if he directed i think he might have the invisible man i know he wrote both movies and if that's he's even directing and he's doing great this they, they have a really good a unit of people working on these films. I know that this new movie in particular is being directed by Patrick Wilson, which I think this might be his directorial, you know, debut, I think. Hmm. I, I don't know. Let me look into that. And I butchered that word, by the way. Directorial. Thank you. Um, it's okay. <laughs> you need to you need to step in here and uh, get me when well, I'm uh, you know, butchering words. I try to, but I, I was too busy looking up things, so... Sorry about that. Failed. Nope. I, fa- I failed you. Here, th- that's this your jab. You're gonna protect me yeah, at this all is, costs. This is his directorial debut. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like I like that you mispronounce words. It's 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 cute. I like it. Wow. No, I'm not making. That was fun like of a you. bit literally. No, I was like, you're cute. No one wants kidding? to hear that. Are you kidding? You're an idiot. Just tell me straight up. No, you're an idiot. No, you are not. So I am you're an idiot. Wonderful. Anyways, we're talking about a movie. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, rewatching one and two, uh, back on four. And I will, I'm going to say this right now. I hated four. I did not like The Last Key. The Last Key. Yeah. yeah I, I did not no. like that film. I thought it was trying too hard. I felt like it, and I had the same problem with The Conjuring's last film. Both movies I did not enjoy, which makes me very nervous for this movie. Well, don't be nervous for this movie. This has nothing to do with The Conjuring, The Last Conjuring. But The Last Insidious sucked, too. That's what I'm saying. Both, uh, you know, that's Patrick Wilson, and it's the same uh, uh, unit of, uh, you know, cast and crew working on these films. And both movies were disappointments. So I'm a little nervous here, but I'm hoping this gets back to... And I'm I'm a, I'm a little surprised that we're coming back to these characters because the end of two set up that that was over for them that they had gotten away from all of this. Mm-hmm. So now I, and it, but you know what's really clever of them 
they left a lot of plot like hanging a lot of plot threads hanging mm-hmm. there's a lot of ghosts that didn't fully get ex- explained and one in particular which i call darth maul <laughs> uh, a red-faced uh demon that has like a, a completely pitch black body he uh he never has been finalized no. so i i'm and they kind of set it up like he was the one in the background you know chasing them yeah i don't know i i need some answers um from this one i have some questions yeah hopefully they get answered so this time. I, i'm wondering if that's all gonna be fun. and i hope this is they say it's the last chapter which never never really is the truth nobody's ever really gone <laughs> yeah, that's true <laughs> and it never really is the ending but it i hope for them to do it so let's say worst case scenarios best case scenario so worst case scenario is what worst case scenario is the plot sucks and they do too many goofy things like bring back lin Shay from the dead Oh, she's in this regardless. Okay, well, because they, they they found a way around that. All right, fine. If they do like a, you know, she's in some video. She's in the uh, the the further. She's in the further. Yes, we know that already. But yeah, I'm gonna need some answers on that too. I have I have questions. Well, it's a spirit realm. I know, I know, but well, okay, we'll talk about this later. But um, the worst case scenario is they the scares get ridiculous because they've been really good so far. But if yeah. they do like that silliness where you're expecting it and it's like, all right, come on now. I don't want stupid jump scares. I want real creep. I'm like, I want creep factor 11 like they did in the first one. I like that one. So worst case scenario is the plot is dumb. Yeah, I guess worst case for scenario for me is what you were just talking about um, with the jump scares. I don't want the nun. That's what I was about to reference, actually, like, the nun. Now... Where I can find fun in the nun. It sounds oh, so fun. I'm a poet and didn't even know it. I uh, like it. Uh, where I can find fun in those movies, like Annabelle and all those movies, I do know that they're cheap. Like they, their jump scares are very dependent on a stinger and the music score. Like the score is like designed to jump you because mm-hmm. they can get a quiet shot. And I guess some of these Insidious films and uh, the Conjuring films also kind of do that as well but i think that they james wan in in particular has really perfected how to use silence Mm -hmm. um in these movies and i really love that and i i kind of want more of that i want clever creep outs really you know creepy moments that don't have to tell you or beat you over the head to make you feel scared and that's my uh worst case scenario is it's full of that kind of shit Mm -hmm. you know just really trying really hard on getting you to like oh isn't this clever isn't this creepy by bashing you over the head with it to me that's the worst case scenario i'm not expecting a big plot so i'm not really going for that but i am i do want that creepiness yeah we agree on the same thing like in the first one i thought that the the ghosts and even in the second one the ghosts were so creepy and it was just because of like their makeup and the wardrobe and like how, how they glided it, it was just weird it was creepy and all they needed to do was stand still to have that weird yeah vibe that creepy like gothic vibe stand in the corner and yeah shot. like just, just a lurking like a lurking thing yeah and i hope that they do more of that in this um, but we're, i don't know how patrick wilson yeah is with this kind and of it's thing. his first shot yeah so i'm hoping for the best here 
but I really, uh, I just admired the feel of one and two so much that it just, you felt like you were in a, an abandoned house at one point with just corpses everywhere, but they were so, they were just, it was just creep factor 12. It was like so good. You know, in part two, when they go in that room. Yeah, and they the go in the room, yeah, with the, the bodies sitting there. I was like, oh, Jesus. And you're like, you have a feeling that someone's going to jump up any moment, but they don't. And it, I just love being on the edge of my seat like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it yeah. was, I hope that we have more of that yeah, kind of so thing. That's, yeah, I, I mean, that goes to the best case scenario. Absolutely. Like, you kind of just want it to be just a fun time. Not asking for much, just a fun little ride of a horror film, which is right. why we go see horror films in the first place. Those different emotional roller coaster rides. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's my best case scenario is just to be, you know what? That was fun. I, I give horror movies a, a lot of the time because uh, really what makes a successful horror film is just simply getting us on board with your universe, making your world make sense, mm -hmm. and having characters you actually care about in situations and then giving us the thrill ride that works yeah coming out going that was fun that's all i really ask for in a horror movie like mm -hmm. if you go above that and you do a a movie that makes you think for three days then you're elevate like you're just to a point where it's like elevating my score right so Best case scenario is just that. I just want to be entertained. You know, I really don't ask for much. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I hope Patrick Wilson does good because I like that skulking feeling that James Wan gave us, you know, that that any behind any door there could be something. Yeah. And then he trips you out when there isn't. And and he, he's just really good at that. True. The the creep the creepy like that that creepy woman ghost with the, the white dress and all that. Like that yeah. was just amazing. What do they call on her? The the woman in black or whatever. Yeah, but she was wearing she wears like a this... black wedding dress, but it yeah. shows up like a ghostly white. Yeah, yeah. And then then part two, she was in there, and she was wearing. I think she was wearing a white dress, and her whole face was pale, and just the makeup and hair on her. She looked like something out of a video game, like you know Bioshock or something. It was really cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what's really good about this is that uh, Patrick Wilson has had a really great bunch of people to learn from he constantly works with james wan he was also in the aquaman movie with him directed by him mm -hmm. uh and he's been with lee one l like in every movie as well mm -hmm. so he's had this tight group of people to really learn and like be a sponge toward and he's worked with some great people i mean he's he's got he's gotten around some really heavy hitters like so I, i'm really um looking forward to seeing his you know his uh, direction of how he's going to pull it out and yeah. what he might have picked up from all these great directors or these interesting directors i should say yeah so lee wanell is one of the writers of this mm -hmm. also um scott teams which i'm a little worried because <laughs> he was a writer on halloween kills oh and oh, I now think, you're really scaring me. I know. I, I'm scaring me too. But is Halloween Kills, the second one? Yes, that was the one that wasn't that bad. But oh no, that's the uh, Evil Dies the Night movie. No, that's Halloween. Well, they both are Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends is no Halloween. Uh, well, if they both were just mm. yeah, Halloween Kills is the one where it got insane. Like there's half a good movie and half a bad movie. 
Well, Halloween Kills is, he's listed as a writer on that. That other guy, Scott Teams. So let's hope for the best here. I mean, yeah. we, ha- we have one that I have f- complete faith in. The other one, I'm a little iffy, but we'll see on the writers. And then first time director, you oh. know. Yeah, and also to point Patrick out the kids Wilson. that are in this grown up. They have the same yeah. actor. Yeah. And oh. that's uh, really cool to have seen this kid grow. Yeah, that's true. His name is Ty Simpkins. Yeah. Yeah, he plays Dalton. So he's in this. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And the other kid, too. I think that's the same kid. Foster. He's is it the, the same actor? I, I don't know. I didn't look into him enough because he was really he's such a side character in the movie. Yeah. Same thing with the baby. It's the same It's the same actor. So two boys. I don't know about the baby, but... Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how things go. I mean... I'm I'm anxious to see it. I want to see how Patrick Wilson does as a director here. Yeah. All right, let's go check this movie out. Our family has been through a lot together. You told me that when I was 10. I was in a coma, but I don't remember being sick. We're ready to forget. 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 Ever since then, I see crazy stuff in my dreams. <laughs> Those are not dreams. It's happening again. Something is following us. I'm gonna need you to remain still. Hello? Hello? We're back from the further. We've exited the red door. And here we are to talk about Insidious 5. The red door. (laughs) I got nothing. Oh, God. And right off the bat, I'm going to say I'm disappointed. Yeah, I I didn't like this movie. I mean, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that it was very meh. I mean... I really didn't like it. Wow, you just did not I like it. I didn't like it. I feel like this movie was lacking in every single department. Every single, like, tiny little thing. It just, it lacked hmm. in everything. It wow, lacked okay. in everything to me. I think that it had some elements that I enjoyed. I, I mean, look, here's the deal. Beforehand, we said that, you know, I just want certain things. And... Right off the bat, if I had to say, I didn't think that this used the lore in a way that I felt satisfied. I thought that there was a few um, hanging threads of characters in the further or ghosts that I thought they were finally going to explain. And there was also a couple of things that I thought they could have um, gone back to to explain a little better. Um, especially since in the further time doesn't really matter. And I love that concept. And I think one and two embrace that really, really well. And I was hoping for more of that here because there wanted some of those things to be explained. And to be honest with you, none of them really got explained in a way that I felt satisfied. Like nothing really did get explained. And to be honest, this is just a movie about a father and son. And it's more about a, like, it's more about relationships between character, like father and son. 
And that's the whole movie. And it really feels like the rest of the storyline kind of gets a backseat as that's trying to get explored a little heavier. And I didn't think that worked. And uh, again, you know, uh, certain characters definitely took a backseat. I mean, like they have a daughter who's not even present in this film, which was the baby in the first two grown up is a, you know, a little girl. She's not even in this film. And they, they, they didn't bother. They could have done stuff with her because she was being traumatized in the first two films. As as, an, as a baby. Yeah. yeah. And so that could, that does definitely stick with you as you grow. Um, and also, we've never really got those scenes uh, fully explained. Uh, what happens there with uh, the baby. And also... Um, uh, really, his family, besides Dalton and Patrick Wilson's character, are the really only ones that get fully fleshed in here a little bit. Not, not satisfyingly done. Uh, we get a lot of Dalton. This is really like Dalton's story, kind of more than anybody else's. We kind of follow him as he's in school and he has a new friend, and. It feels very fake. It doesn't feel like he's really at school. He just feels like he's kind of taking one class. And he's not really taking that class. That class is only shown maybe twice. And it's kind of like his relationship with a roommate, kind of. And I do enjoy the roommate character. I think she was okay. And it was... a. Uh, it led to an interesting thing that felt like the sixth sense a little bit, but it doesn't go far. It doesn't go far enough. You know, it's just kind of like Dalton running into ghosts. Kind of. That's just like a little aspect of the film. But I, I mean, it lends itself to like some interesting art stuff that is actually creative, but it isn't fully explored. It seems to set up a lot of ideas that don't really get followed. It's kind of like this really interesting movie of peppering ideas. And please, anytime you want to speak, you can. You're, you are here with me, right? I'm Hi. waiting for you to finish what you oh, no, to say. No, I'm, uh, this, all these things I'm saying to you lend themselves to debate and conversation. Uh, okay, well, I disagree with you on all these things. Wow, really? So 100. you don't feel like any interesting little breadcrumbs are peppered out, but not fully explored? I Well, I do feel that, yes, 100%. Okay. Well, they, that you just is, said okay. none. Well, no, you said that this is kind of like the sixth sense. I didn't feel that. No, there I, was an aspect feeling like the sixth sense that was a breadcrumb that wasn't followed of Dalton seeing ghosts. Okay, well, this had creep factor zero. There was nothing creepy about this. I, I feel like it was, there was a couple moments that were. I felt nothing. I felt nothing at all. I was like, there in one and two, there were so many like amazingly beautiful shots of just uh, ghosts and just how they they glided and just the the, the creep factor was there with the uh, the little kid running through the house with Rose Byrne. Mm -hmm. All that. This movie had nothing. In fact, I can it, name two things right off the bat. One of them's in the trailer. It's uh, an MRI machine. It's actually well done. Yeah, well, we saw that in the trailer. So not I mean, fully, that not was coming. as well as it's set up in the movie. 
and then maybe there's one other yeah there's like definitely a little... another one there's um another scene with um oh my gosh i just blanked out oh where he's putting um memory cards on a window i actually thought that was really well done. yeah okay so there's two like minor things that that wasn't it didn't have the same feeling or the same tone at all as one and two did one and two were, were beautifully done this one i i didn't feel anything at all they the family which was a huge thing a huge focus in one and two took a back seat it was just more about patrick stewart patrick patrick stewart patrick, patrick, stewart. patrick I wilson seen that movie. patrick wilson and, and his son which i feel like in this movie this kid dalton does not remember a goddamn thing of what he went through no there's a reason for it and i understand but i feel like they should have made it would have made more sense if he had memories of of what was going on no because that's how two ended I get it. I get it. But and that's I just... what it, that's what I liked about the movie. There's one thing I liked was this is the repercussions of what they did at the end of two. Yeah, they they completely their lives are changed because of it. Wiped out the whole memory, and I understand that. But I wish that I feel like the father and son bond would have been stronger if they had shared this. this but that's past, the whole point. You know, I, I just it, it. I'm tired of the whole cliche of like. The, the kid goes to college, and of course he's got the cliche roommate who always... It, it was just... I the, didn't think that was cliche at I all. I thought yeah. the girl was so cliche. And, really? And I'm sorry. Anyone who sees these things would be oh, running down the I'm, fucking street. I made okay? that joke. I said, you better marry this girl. Yeah. You you said that in, during the movie that yeah. he better marry her because she's like perfection. Um, anybody who... Yeah, she anybody's holding around. your hand while monsters are coming out. Yeah. I mean... God bless her. He, she knows nothing about him. It's no, just... He seems like a killer. In he, fact, he actually looks like Evan Peters in this movie. He does look like Evan Peters. Yeah, I couldn't stop see, I'm seeing it. Yeah. He, he doesn't have any... There's... There's... I'm not getting any emotion out of this, this actor. I'm not getting anything. When I was watching this, it was like scenes where he should be scared shitless. I didn't feel that. I didn't feel it at all. I just, I, I thought this story was very generic. It was bare bones. There was nothing creepy about this movie at all. It, it just didn't do it for me at all. It just didn't. There's okay. nothing in this movie that that made me go, oh, well, that's neat. Because it, it just seemed so, like, okay, so he goes to college and he has this one friend, which is also a cliche. And uh, okay. this, you know, it, it just happens to be a female instead of a guy this time. Uh-huh. But, and there's just no, I didn't feel the bond between the two of them. I don't, I just don't feel it. Everything was so generic in this movie. Yeah, I, I feel like, and that's why I said the breadcrumbs, because I felt like there was little tiny things that were peppered throughout that were interesting that just didn't get evolved on. I think this movie felt like it had a story that it wanted to rush through. And unfortunately, all the ideas that were interesting kind of got pushed away constantly. And that's why I'm saying the overall package doesn't necessarily work to those really interesting ideas. Um, I liked, like, it would have been interesting to have these two characters kind of bonding and to get that evolution of him and his roommate and to get to the point where it goes. Um, it would have been interesting more to really deal with um, the psychosis of having a part of your life completely removed and how damaging that is for your family. It, it's almost like I wish the movie took, you know, um, place not too soon after a couple of years instead of like 
this is clearly like 10. Yeah, they, I think they said nine years. Okay. So yeah, the little it's girl would have been since, like yeah. nine or 10 years old. And it, but I mean, the family that, you know, we were so involved with in the last, in the two first two movies, that they, they, there's just nothing there. Like, why is Rose Byrne even in this? Well, I, I was going to say, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to like point names, but I think in part two, Rose Byrne was my biggest problem of acting. Um, she doesn't seem, she doesn't seem like she even wants to be a part of these films. She feels very detached from the movies where everybody else seems to be really involved. She seems very off. And uh, again, here in her only little bit parts in this movie, she is again, feeling very detached Mm -hmm. from any of the material. It does not feel genuine. She feels like she has no chemistry with uh, Patrick Wilson, even the kids. It doesn't seem right. Something seems really off with their dynamic and um i think barely in this film yeah but even in two i had the same problem and it was back here very and i was like okay i'm glad they're kind of getting away from this Mm -hmm. but then when it came time to bring that all back it was like oh oh i think the big part of this that doesn't work is not bringing in more of the past characters that were already established to kind of bring them together oh they failed 100 percent at that keeping them all separated in different things and then just slamming it together and saying, oh, it all worked out is very strange. Mm-hmm. And I think it was off-putting to the movie. I I think that um, Dalton being, like the one character being separated at school is one problem. And then another, you know, having the other character somewhere else is another problem. It just doesn't, I think it didn't lend itself to an actual interesting plot. It didn't really use the further, which is its main premise. Yes, and with that being well, said, what you said in the beginning of this podcast, that you want to see more of the Darth Maul character. Yes, I, well, that uh, did not pan out. No, it did not Again, pan out. I still don't know who this is. No. I don't know anything about that character. We're in the fifth installment here. Yeah, and it's it, they they've used that thing, which I don't even think it has a name. I think it's called like the Red-Faced demon or something like that it's never been established and there's also other ghosts that seem to hang around it Mm -hmm. and they also were not present Mm -mm. and i feel like i felt like this is the moment where you finally explain these characters because they've established the other ghost very heavily in uh two Mm -hmm. and then uh went a little further and explained a little more of the other character like ghosts in uh the prequels but but here we didn't get anything and also they wasted a lot of time trying to do jump scares but the jump scares did not land and it was almost like okay like we know this is going to happen any minute it's like uh this is when you know they, they he went to a frat party so there's things that happen there but they want us to be frightened by that and that is not at all the reaction that i had I was just like, okay, I know this is coming. This is stupid. There's nothing scary or creepy about this movie at all. I was not, I didn't feel at all like I did during one and two where I had that like, ooh, like this is freaky, you know? I didn't have that. This movie did not feel freaky to me. There was just, I mean, I felt like it was just cliche. I I did. You see, I I think it's hard to talk about cliche and like... um... 
you know, um, I think when we're getting so we're so used to being uh, dis like, um, we're so used to being brought up with these certain things, and we're being told, and I think that's why when the Insidious movies came out, I think it capitalized on a certain type of filmmaking that felt unique at the time. And now we're to a place that we've seen dozens and dozens of films that have taken from those movies and really just hammered down on that fact. And now I feel like we're so used to it and we're so... Um, I'm, I'm, numb? Like numb I guess it? Yeah, I guess you can say that. Yeah, I feel like we're we're just so used to it at this point that uh we're kind of just desensitized yeah and and i I feel like when you see a new movie you're like okay it didn't do anything new but we're kind of asking for we're asking for a lot from horror movies and it's and i felt like there were moments that were interesting like i found certain shots really interesting there was like a just something subtle like him being in his car at a funeral were like at a, at a graveyard and then just something slowly in the background it doesn't need to be shown yeah. it didn't need to be it's just this unsettling feeling about every tone See, I and i think he stuff. capitalized on that i think he did it but the problem is the movie felt so needing to get to its finale mm-hmm. and it was short it was cut like you felt like this is rushing for time yeah it definitely felt sped up like you know he just, they just didn't know what long, else to right? do um, I'm not sure how long it is, yeah, to be honest with I you. Because I feel like we just got out, you know, and it's late. So I feel like it's a long film, which is kind of odd. Because it did feel sped up in that last yeah, half. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about, like, if we're going to talk about Pat, um, Patrick Wilson's directing, I think it was just okay. Like, I don't think he went for any, like, glorious, weird shots or any, you know, cool things. It was just very okay. Yeah, I mean, it didn't didn't strike me as like, ooh, that's a good shot. You know, it just didn't strike me like that. No, and I feel like the reason that he did this movie was for some kind of personal reason. I feel like this is like, like I said, a father-son movie, and I don't know anything about his personal life or his himself. Like, I mean, I don't know anything about him, but I feel like he he had a story he wanted to tell. And he used the Insidious movies to do it. I mean, I, I can I can uh, appreciate that, but in this fifth installment, yeah, I feel you, like you they don't want that us. here. Yeah, they you can owed make us a, more. You can make your own standalone movie and trying mm-hmm. to do it on your own. I know that a lot of people want to use that name recognition to make tell your story. Mm-hmm. I don't think he wrote this film, so I can't really say well, that he didn't write. The he film. didn't write it. I but, told you it was Lee Wanell and yeah, Scott Team. He didn't write that, so I'm kind of just generalizing my thought on it, but. Yeah, I just feel like it felt maybe personal for him in some weird way where he was directing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't... The story... And I'm shocked that those guys wrote it because... And I wonder if uh, uh, Lee Wynell is just in it by, like, story. You know, because sometimes when they put their names on the writing, it's actually just characters by, not actually written by. Okay, I get so it. So it could be, it actually could be just one writer, and it could have been that one from uh, Halloween Kills. I mean, I, I guess, don't I don't know. It says um, it says writers, and he's listed there, so on IMDb. But I, I just feel like this movie was lacking so much. It just yeah, didn't... I'm right. The uh, screenplay was written by Scott Teams, but not oh, uh, Lee Wynell. Okay. He actually, it's just based on and created by. This is okay. characters created because you it. automatically get a story credit when it's characters that you've created. I understand. And also, I would say that his his character makes a um, a cameo in 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 cheap ways. 
And I, and that's kind of one of the disappointments of the film. Oh, it's a big disappointment. You kind of one of those characters because we're so familiar with them, and you kind of want them to be a bigger moment and to connect the the, the storyline a little bit. And none of that was really used in a way where I was like, eh. I'm just going to come out and say what I really am thinking is that I don't think this felt like an Insidious film. It didn't. No, yeah, I, if, it barely feels like it. It really didn't feel like an Insidious film. I feel like this is just a, some some generic movie they threw on, the, you know, made-for-TV movie. I, I, didn't, I didn't appreciate this. I, I was very disappointed. I went in, like, thinking, okay, well, they're going to give us some more explanation into the further... This is going to be Dalton's older now, and he's going to find out more of the truth about the further, and you know, no. Yeah, it's no, it's I uh, any of that. It is uh, it's an odd one. I think overall, in a in a package, it has a lot of problems. But I feel like there are some moments of interesting stuff. It, that's just for me. But uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I think we just loaded it up with positives and uh, negatives, mostly negatives. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I just did not care for this. It didn't, it didn't do anything for me. I, I didn't, I didn't walk out of the theater feeling like okay, you know, like there's some things that are resolved here, and I feel completed, completed after five films. I, I didn't, I didn't feel anything like that. This movie is, this, it felt like a standalone film. Like it felt like it wasn't even connected to that universe. Yeah, and you know what's really weird is after four, which I had said I had did not enjoy, I felt like I have gotten a little numb to the uh, the whole concept of this film series. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely I definitely think this was I think this was better than four, but not by much. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, at this point I do kind of agree with you in that sense that. It's gotten away from its concept. And I think its mm-hmm. concept is really about these people who could go into this place called the Further and kind of like interact with, you know, uh, oh, ghosts and demons and all that kind of stuff. And mostly ghosts. And and I think now we're getting to a point where it's like they're kind of scraping at the concept mm-hmm. to try to find any morsel that can make a movie oh, around. they're definitely grasping at straws and, here. Yeah, and, and I, I think this is why they call it, they're saying maybe we should stop. They should have stopped already. I, as far if they're, if you're going to pull out a movie like this and uh, and then, you know, make the synopsis on IMDb that the Lambert family goes in deeper into the further to get answers and all that, that's not accurate. It's just not. That's that's not what that happens it, here. It, it is, but you're looking at it in a different way. It's because they don't remember, so they're using it to remember things. And I get so it. So it's but... a different way of using that. But, I mean, it isn't a lie. It's just it's just kind of like a, you want it to be something else, but it's not. I mean, I guess. I just I, I expected a little bit more creepiness, a little bit more um, story. And I wanted everything to come together very fluidly. And it just didn't. This movie just felt like it was made on its own and doesn't have anything to do with any other universe. It just it was just a made, you know, standalone movie. That's all. I, I'm not impressed by this at all. Uh, Patrick Wilson's directing was fine. It was fine. It wasn't anything to write home yeah. over. There were some moments. I but mean, it wasn't. It was nothing. Nothing special. I'm gonna forget this movie in a week. Oh, I agree. I and agree um, that. on that note, I'm giving this movie a four. Yeah, I'm I'm going with a five. I knew you were going to go with a four, but I'm going with a five because 
I think it was very mediocre, and I will forget it, and that's why I give it a five. It's not terrible. I, I think the last key was a four. Okay. I think that movie is not good. I mean, I... It was trying so hard. Yeah. And I, uh, this one is just... It's like a, it's like being... It's like being handed a poem when you want a novel. Yeah, that's a good... It, it's, it's odd. Even the end credit song is just oddly out of place. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're... We had a message. Eh. Or in my world, it's like being given a plain hot dog with no hot sauce or cheese on it. Like, go fuck yourself. You know how many people will say to me all the time, you put a hot sauce on a hot dog? You give me a hot dog with no shredded cheese or hot sauce on it, I'm going to beat you with a stick. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, what do you mean? You don't use ketchup? No. Hot sauce. How dare you. Frank's Red Hot. I put that shit on everything. <laughs> I mean, this is like a pizza with no cheese. That's the way I feel. I don't. I don't like this fucking movie. <laughs> I like all the analogies coming up with it. Because we're fat and we just like to eat. <laughs> I went for poetry and novel, and you went right for food. I know. That's this so is like a sub with no meat on it. <laughs> <laughs> I can keep going for days. Oh, but shit. on that note, yeah, I'm four and a just, five. Yeah. I mean. You know, it, and it the way that it was dumped in July instead of October should have been a warning sign for us that this might not be that great. But I do notice that horror movies tend to make money regardless, and they know that, and they can dump it at any time of the year. But it is good to have, like, the summer horror films. But, yeah, this is a... Yeah, this is a disappointment. I'm going to be surprised to see what people say on Instagram about this movie. Because, you know, the horror community, pretty loyal to, like, horror franchises. A lot of horror fans do not even like this franchise. But we'll see, because a lot of people that I have on Instagram are pretty excited about this movie. Oh, okay. So we'll see what they say. And uh, feel free to reach out to us if you would like to talk about this movie at all and give your thoughts on it. I'm the Crafty Misfit, and Scott runs the... Uh, just another movie night page on Instagram. So follow us and uh, let us know what you think of this movie. I would love to hear your thoughts because I hated this. <laughs> just your voice slowly dying as you're saying. I mean, I'm literally fading. I, I I don't have anything, you know. I just don't have anything good to say about it. It's like, yeah. Give me my hot sauce, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one. The further you travel the riskier the journey becomes.